The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus came down with the twelve and stood on a stretch of level ground. With a great crowd of his disciples and the large number of the people from all Judea and Jerusalem, from the coastal region of Tyre and Sidon. And raising his eyes toward his disciples, he said, Blessed are you who are poor, for the kingdom of God is yours. Blessed are you who are now hungry, for you will be satisfied. Blessed are you who are now weeping, For you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you and when they exclude and insult you and denounce your name as evil on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice and leap for joy on that day. Behold, your reward will be great in heaven. For their ancestors treated the prophets in the same way. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are filled now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you will grieve and weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you, for their ancestors treated the false prophets in this way. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Good morning, everybody. Hope everybody had a good week. I always miss you guys, by the way. You guys know that? Love you guys. So I always miss you when, I, when we had gathered together on Sunday. Especially when we gather around these powerful readings. I know I say it every single Sunday, the readings are amazing, but I mean it this time. <laughs> Let's go back into time for a moment. Let's go back into t- to the year 2020. Everything seems like a big old, it's all kind of all come together, hasn't it? One long winter, hasn't it? Go back into 2020, what was happening? So, of course, the pandemic had just hit. We're all, free, we're all everyone's terrified. We're all freaking out. Everything shuts down. Our schools, churches, businesses are closed. We're all terrified because we have no idea what we're dealing with. Then on top of that, we had, if you recall, remember George Floyd, that whole incident that was in May of 2020. And that unleashed this, this social unrest all across our nation. Luckily, you know, we're being a rural area. We're kind of shielded from that. But the social unrest in all our major cities. Then also part of it, we think about it, remember that what was happening in 2020 towards the end of that year. We're in the middle of a contentious presidential election. And what happened? The pandemic became politicized. We were at each other's throats. Friends against friends. Family members against family members. We all endured it. This constant division and fighting, this tension everywhere. 
And in the midst of that last, in 2020, one of my dearest priest friends, who was the priest that I asked to vest me at my ordination as a priest. Uh, so part of the ordination rite of a new priest, when you're ordained, you ask one of the closest priest friends who was your inspiration to vest you in the vestments of a priest for the first time. And it came out during that year when all of that, the pandemic, the presidential election, the social unrest, and on top of that, it broke out that this priest friend, who again, who, was, who I modeled my priesthood after, who was, I thought was one of the most holiest priests, was living a double life. And it wreaked havoc on our diocese. It destroyed a parish. And the betrayal of that strikes deep to the heart when somebody that you love betrays you, doesn't it? So all of that was happening in 2020. (laughs) Everything was on fire, if you remember from back then. And so in the midst of that, I, I was praying. I said, Lord, what do I do? Everything seems so unsettled. And it was at this time that one of my favorite Catholic speakers launched an ambitious project. Make sure you grab a bulletin if you haven't already. It's, uh, if you call this, it's, he launched his father, Mike Schmidt. He's probably one of, if, you're, if you pay attention to Catholic media, he's one of the most sought after Catholic speakers on the Catholic scene today. And he launched, in the, as, 2020, or as 2020 was coming to an end in 2021, he says he was going to launch what's called the Bible in a Year podcast, where he would take the Bible and we would read it every single day, snippets of it, for the entire year of 2021. Because what Father Mike was saying, the reason why he wanted to do this, because he saw the same thing that I was seeing. He sees everything falling apart. Frustration, anger, everybody was just at each other's throats. Everybody was just, you remember that time period. And he says, what can we do? And his intuition was, let's get back to the word. Back to the Bible. Why is that? Think about it. What is the most influential text in the history of the world? What is the foundational text by which Western civilization is built upon? The very foundation of truth. What is that book? It's the Holy Bible. All that we've ever, ever built as a civilization, even the United States, remember, what was the one text that our founding fathers used more than any other source as they were crafting the principles of the Constitution of the United States, which would produce, again, the United States is the most wealthy, the most powerful, the most, the most enduring, not enduring, but the, the most successful nation that has ever seen on planet Earth. By which principles are those built? The founding fathers say it. The Holy Bible. That was the one text they used to build the principles of our nation. The Bible is the foundation by which all of us exist. And so Father Mike now would launch this Bible in a Year podcast and something amazing happened, by the way. The Bible in a Year became the number one podcast in the United States when it launched. In fact, it, was, it is the most popular religious podcast ever. And it shocked the expectations 
of everybody. Because you imagine a Catholic podcast, which just reads the Bible, became the most popular podcast for months. Because immediately what they understood was that people were thirsting for something solid. As many of you know, I'm a super nerd, right? Many of you know that. And I love reading research papers and surveys. I mean, I get dressed up on Friday night just to read research papers. While you're out partying with your friends in Reno, going to the club, right? Going to restaurants. You know what I'm doing at home? I'm just pouring over all these research papers and I'm reading it and I'm loving it. That's, that's, that's my wild evening in the rectory on Friday nights. So. This is one study just came out recently from the University of Chicago. And it measured the happiness of Americans. Guess what the study said? It said that we are the most miserable we have ever been. You know that. We are the most miserable we have ever been right now. Why is that? It said that 14% of Americans report being happy with their lives. 14. Two years before, it was up to the 40s. What happened in the last two years? <laughs> All of the mess which I've just mentioned has been exasperated. And I think part of the reason why for our misery is that we have forgotten our story. The more we reject Christianity, the less and less we know who we are. And because we don't know, we've, we've lost a sense of sacred scripture, the founding text of our civilization, we have no idea why we're created, what we're moving towards. We have no idea who we are anymore as a culture. We're kind of just all adrift. Ask yourself this question. The Bible. If you look at the history of Christianity the past 2,000 years, whenever a totalitarian regime tries to control a people, what is the first thing they outlaw? The Bible. Why is that? Why is it illegal to carry a Bible to North Korea? Why is it illegal now in China? China just passed a law that you cannot post anything of Christianity on social media in China. Why is that? Why did Hitler, when he took control, did he outlaw the Catholic Church? Why did Pluto Gilayas Calles, when he took over Mexico in the 1920s, why did he shut down our Catholic churches? Why during the French Revolution? Why did they outlaw Catholicism and kill thousands of priests and nuns and faithful Catholics? Ask yourself, why whenever a totalitarian regime tries to take control of a civilization, the first thing they do is burn the Bible? Because they understand the Bible is dangerous. Do you realize that? The Bible is dangerous. The more you and I know the Bible, the more dangerous we become to totalitarian regimes. 
And so as we were, as I was studying sacred scripture all of 2021, following Father Mike Schmidt's Bible in a year, something amazing happened. Oh, there was a peace that resounded in my heart. No matter what was happening in the world, every day, for 20 to 30 minutes, with Father Mike Schmitz and thousands of people across the world, we were delving into the Bible. And when you delve into the Bible, what begins to happen is that you begin to see a transformation. In many ways, what happens is we become like the person in Jeremiah, which in the first reading today. Listen to Jeremiah. Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose hope is in the Lord. He's like a tree planted beside the waters that stretches out its roots on the stream. Fears no heat. His leaves stay green. In the year of drought, he shows no distress but bears fruit. Who's he speaking about there? He's speaking about the heart which is rooted in God. And then he uses that person, contrasted with the first person he mentions. Listen to this. Cursed is the one who trusts in human beings, who seeks strength in flesh. Who's that? That's the person whose heart is rooted in the world of money, power, pleasure, honor, things of the world, flesh. Jesus now expounds on it, doesn't he, in the gospel today? Listen to the words, all those gathered around him. By the way, we know where Jesus gave this sermon. It's called the Sermon on the, on the Mount, the Beatitudes. If you go to Israel today, it sits along the shore of Galilee, where we preach this. Blessed are those, blessed are the poor, blessed are the hungry. We know where this spot is. If you go to, if you go to Israel today, guess what is on this spot? A Catholic church. It sits there. Again, remember, our ancestors were smart. They bought up all the property where all the events of the Sacred Scripture took place. And we built churches on top of it. <laughs> so... If we go to Israel today, we can go to these places. Notice what Jesus says again, echoing Jeremiah. Blessed are the poor. Blessed are the hungry. Blessed are those weeping. Blessed are those who hate, when people hate you. Why? Because that person is rooted in God, in the Bible. And he says to those, woe to you who are rich, who are filled now, who are hungry, or for you will be hungry. Woe to you who, are, who laugh now. When people speak well of you, why? Who's that? That's the person rooted in the world. And as the Bible in a year came to a close with Father Mike Schmitz, a tremendous peace and joy, and he reinvigorated my Catholic faith. And so as the year ended, I was thinking, I was praying, I was like, Lord, how can I, sp- how can I spread this to the parish, which you've entrusted me to? And it was at this time that I get a text message from one of our families, from Emma and Scott Bailey. They said, Father, we want to lead a Bible study for the parish. I said, you do? I said, yes. We feel moved by the Holy Spirit to offer this to the parish so we get rooted in the word and to build our community, which has been wrecked by COVID and social unrest and all the mess I mentioned. I said, really, because I've been praying about the same thing, and my heart is, is, is inflamed to, do, to offer that to the parish. And so I'm happy to announce, because I, from what I hear from Mike Filippini, was that we did this about six years ago as well, way back. And so we want to reintroduce it again. So beginning of Lent, we're still working on the exact time schedule, but the beginning of Lent, 
We're going to take what Father Mike Schmitz did in the Bible in the Year, because Father Mike Schmitz on this podcast used what's called the Bible Timeline, which was a study program which takes sacred scripture and it organizes it into different stories. Because as we all know, the Bible can be intimidating and scary sometimes. You ever pick it up, read it one day? You read all these funky names and these places, you have no idea what's going on. It's almost like walking into a foreign film and trying to understand the plot. It's hard. And so we need help. So what the Bible Timeline program does, it takes the sacred scripture and it organizes it in different stories in order for us to penetrate the mystery and to see how we fit now in 2022 into the story of the Bible. This is our story. And so make sure when you leave, grab a bulletin because it outlines, I want to invite everybody. I announced this last night at the Vigil Mass and this morning in Portola. And along with with the Bailey family, Emma and Scott and myself, we will help lead and facilitate this Bible study. And the goal is now twofold. To build our Catholic faith, our community as a family. Because we cannot do this alone. I don't know about you, and I mean from the depths of my heart. I need men and women standing beside me who've loved Jesus Christ and are willing to get to know him and to fight for the, for, for, for the faith. I need soldiers of Christ near me in order for me to survive. I need men and women who love Jesus Christ around me and who are on fire for the Lord. I need you in order for me to stay faithful. And second, the goal of this Bible study program, which we'll launch, is for us to pick up the Bible and to not be afraid of it and to get to know our story, which built our civilization to pick it up and to read the names. David, Elijah, Jeremiah, Abraham, St. Peter, St. Paul, to understand and to put all of this together and to see this grand story of salvation. To build our foundation on the Bible. And amazingly, to build this, to build our holy people. And one of the plus sides of doing this with the Bailey family, of course, Emma was a teacher. And of course, Scott is a deputy here. And if you ever get pulled over by Scott in the, in the county somewhere, you can always use the excuse. You can't give me a ticket, Scott. I'm, I'm part of your Bible study. Right? <laughs> I might maybe make it, give you a 10% chance of not getting a ticket, maybe. But I want to build up our faith. And I want to get back to the basics. Get back to the Bible so we get to know our story. And then when we do, this will be you. Jeremiah, again, listen closely. For the person rooted in the Bible is like a tree planted beside the waters that stretches out its roots into the stream. It fears not the heat when it comes, its leaves stay green. In the year of drought, it shows no distress, but still bears much fruit. My brothers and sisters, when we're rooted in the Bible, we will become the most dangerous people on earth. 